Welcome to the 2018 Six Demon Bag Halloween Spooktacular! Blah, blah, blah! I'm your first host, Jeffy Krueger. And I'm the host from hell, Drew the Ripper. This is your host with the most Night of the Living Ed. This is Ryan the Restless Wanderer. Monster survival plans. Pod people. Ooh, Ooh I just watched the invasion yesterday. Yeah, too. I just read your journal entry at emurdelac.wordpress.net. Yeah. E. Thank you. I was not side not slash. Too with it. it was hard. It's hard to fuck up. A remake yeah, I don't. I watched it, but I don't remember it at all. Yeah, and they didn't sell it as an, a remake of the invasion of pod people. Even so though it's called Invasion. I figured it was, but I didn't get it until I actually started watching it. And I was like, oh, one of one of my favorite scenes in. Any horror movie or thriller. Is it this scene? When they point and they yell. That's a classic moment. <laughs> Thank you. But From the it, 70s remake. More, more generically, is any scene where the protagonists just fucking start handling business mm-hmm. and just get super proactive. Mm-hmm. And there was a scene in the 70s remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers where they're like, oh, we can't sleep. We can't sleep. That's when they, they take you over and they clone you into a pod person. And they get locked in a lab. And so they they find like some amphetamines. And like, we got to stay awake. We got to stay awake. And they just do a massive dose of amphetamines. Mm-hmm. And one of, the, one of the people grabs like a little uh, dart or something. And then the pod people come in thinking they're asleep. And then they just fucking freak out like meth heads and <laughs> stab the pod people in the heads with this little dart and it was like holy shit <laughs> that's in which version the in donald the 70s version, 70s the version the donald southern version yeah. it's like they're doing speed and stabbing people in the head yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome crazy. it's all a metaphor so what would you do if you realized that people in society were slowly being replaced that's a good that's a creepy scenario so. super Man, creepy I would just go to sleep and forget my troubles uh, and in the, the invasion they were inoculating people they, they they used the paranoia to be like oh there's like a SARS epidemic and everybody needs to be inoculated and they were injecting people willfully with the shit that would turn them into pod people that's kind of good and they had they had all the health professionals. That was the best scene of that movie. Well, I always avoid the flu shot, so I'd probably <laughs> still be okay. They had the uh, they had all the health professionals in a conference, and um, uh, they panned to the back of the room, and the uh, the people serving the coffee kept bobbing their heads, and then it cut to them, and they were spitting in their coffee, and I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. That was the best part of that movie, honestly. But uh, it's so oh man. A big, massive infection. There's that, nothing you can do because no one believes you. Yeah, no because one, everybody's uh, paranoid. Or everybody's paranoid in this day and age right now anyway. Yeah. And actually, so that's a good one. Guns. You, you'd want to, you know, I've always, in my secret paranoid fantasies, have kind of wanted to have worked out like a code phrase mm-hmm. with different people. He did that in the invasion. He, she worked out a code with her son. That was like this little word association game they would play, and if she said the word association... I gotta tell you, this movie game, sounds killer. It's it's not very good because it has a happy ending, which is bullshit. In the original, in the 50s version, it, they all get taken over? 
in the original, it ends with the guy telling everybody, you're next, you're next, and like, you know, trying to warn people and they're not listening to him. Um, It leads right into It's a Wonderful Life. And the second one ends with the main guy, spoilers, like, oh, yelling. When the girlfriend thinks he's okay. Yeah, it's the and, girlfriend who's like somehow beat all the odds and hidden out and I feel like that's lived the on the lamb as like this awesome ninja on the outskirts of society. And then she reaches out to Donald Sutherland. And he just... And Abel Ferrer's one has them land in the helicopter at the military base. And you can't tell. You just can't tell because it's the military... Can you can't you, tell like, the military from the pod people, which is great. Can you genuinely inoculate yourself against it somehow by taking like a small dose? I don't know how it works. It in works different invasion, in every movie. Some people were immune to it, which was bullshit. Because they changed the rule a little. You know how they do that in some yeah. like in Village of the Dam. They changed the remake. They changed it so one of the kids was could think like independently from the from the group. I never saw any of those. But it, it it, in the original, and like, then in 50s, Dawn of the Dead, they changed it so that not everybody died. Everybody in Dawn of the Dead, the original, everybody who dies becomes a zombie. In Dawn of the Dead, the remake, only if you're bitten and die do you become a zombie, which mm. sucked. Yeah. And in this Plus one, scary. it was like you. If, there were some people that were immune, and they developed a cure, and they beat it off. Well, I, f- <laughs> they beat it I, off. I feel like in the it's original invasion of the Body Snatchers, they just got rid of the original and made a clone. Isn't that? Isn't that right? Yeah, they, they like, replaced the, the person. Yeah, so there's no there would invasion, be no inoculating. Yeah, and that's what that. that's the other thing that sucked in the invasion. You could reverse the process. Right. And I'm like, well, then it's not the it's not invasion of the body snatchers anymore. You you would I would like move out if 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 for somehow some miracle I wasn't just immediately assimilated, which is what would happen. <laughs> uh, I would like move away. I would try to like move away, but like you could. So you move out into the like middle of nowhere, the, right? The, the boonies, yeah. yeah. You, you become you like go off the grid. You're living in the woods, but eventually they're gonna be creeping up on you in the night, like just out of the darkness. They're gonna come for you, and that would be the scariest moment of all. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't defeat the, urban sprawl. But also, no one, no man is an island. Um, it is virtually impossible to be truly self-sufficient and independent. Like you're, you may be a good survivalist. You may be able to live off the land, but you're not a doctor and a dentist. Yeah, even the old timey trappers went into town on occasion. Eventually, need something. Eventually, yeah. you need someone, and then not only would you be afraid of everyone you came into contact with, but you know every contact could be your last. Or if you meet someone who's friendly, but who do they know? And can mm-hmm. you trust them? Um, yeah, like when people are the enemy. Uh, it gets really grim, really I feel like, fast. Yeah, there's really no good way out of this situation. Um, and Space. even the <laughs> I- <laughs> even the idea of having like a code phrase or something that you could work out, you know, that only your best friend of thirty years would know. Now with like Facebook and and all the all the oh, yeah, leaks totally and all you. the password cracks like the phones watching you yeah and stuff. your phones listening and this is side alexa bag. and siri um like they could they could probably figure out what your what your phrase yeah. is all right so pod people we would try Die to flee and become pods we either become pod people go or, out to the ocean or or crazy hermits or well, this, this was the cool this was the one cool thing about the invasion besides the fact that one of the kids was a pod person 
And on Halloween night, poison the other kids' candy to turn them into Pobby. Well, wow, that was cool. Nice. I gotta see this movie again. It's, it's good until the end. But the, the the end thing that's interesting is they change it and uh, they change back. They get every they defeat the pod people and they go back and um, everything is in the world is strife again and stuff. And when your pod people, there's and when, the, when the pod harmony. people are taking over, all the news reports are like. North Korea is agreeing to, like, you know, get rid of nuclear weapons and all this kind of Why stuff would they because even they were bother pod people. Like, all the pod news. people were, like, the same and they didn't, there was no strife. It was like. No, it's, it's our world, but if, if everyone was suddenly of one mind. Yeah, but yeah. they wouldn't need newspapers and news reports. They well, would just know. Well, they were slowly taking over still. They were so still acting like, like in the news. People. Everybody was all of a sudden laying down their weapons and Hamas was like, you know, every, everything that's happening now is just ending. And it was like because the pod people were taking over, and then when they beat it back, he's reading. You know, Daniel Craig's reading the newspaper, and it's all gone to shit again and stuff. And it's this crazy theme that sometimes arises in good sci-fi, which is you could solve a lot of humanity's problems if you could just sand the edges off of human nature. Mm. But at that point, what have you lost and what have you gained? Exactly. If we're not humans anymore in the sense that we always have been humans do we want to live forever as some not quite human thing the answer is yes well because old girls nicole kidman's like uh breaking point was like daniel craig's talking to her like you know we're gonna all be we're gonna be totally the same and it's gonna be great and think of all the problems are gonna be gone and all this nicole kidman's thing was like well, what about my son? He's immune to this, so what's going to happen to him? And they were like, well, you know, we have to get rid of like, everybody who's immune because they don't fit in anymore. And she's like, well, then no, I can't be a part of it. And that was her breaking point and stuff. Fucking great movie. Jeez. It sounds great, <laughs> but it wasn't that great. All right, I'm going into the side bag. Quaint cult. Your Children's of the Corns, your Wicker Mans, when you go into a sleepy seaside village. Corn rigs and Bali. Your Dagons. Did anyone ever see that movie? Yes. It was a bad movie. So what would you do if you were vacationing in some quaint town and you started to realize, like, there's a lot of sickles around? (laughs) Jeez, man, this is another pod person scenario. Well, you leave town. Yeah, you just gotta leave well, town. Well, you leave if town, you but burn what the do you corn. know? Your car's not working. Burn anymore. the fields, yeah. and when you're done with that, burn the house. Yeah, this is a this is a besieging thing where you fort up, I guess. Yeah, um, but Alamo. You, you gotta find. You know, a way they out all of died town. at the Alamo. You gotta find a way out of town. Maybe you play along. Like, oh yeah, teach In me. Okay, but when they tap. when you try to play along, they're like. All right, brother Ed. First mm-hmm. thing you got to do is sacrifice one of your children. Waste this kid. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, yeah. You do it on the spot, or can we? We have to go to a place. Yeah. No. You waste the ringleader, and then you run. Well, I'm just saying. Like, I would try to talk it into like, well, you know, we should do it in the cornfield or whatever. So. You know, Brother Jebediah. You, you don't know, want to go into the cornfield. No. Jesus. He who walks behind the rows. He who walks behind the rows, yeah. But uh, then you get the truck and pile the kids in and. Truck's not running. Hell bent for a No, nah, man. 
Mm. That's because this is a quaint, a quaint scenario. Oh. Very rustic. Yeah. Get in a horse and buggy. Guns. <laughs> they definitely have guns again. They may not have guns in this. No, they might have done away with. Can you preach yeah, an alternative like religion? Uh, I don't think that would go over too well in it a cult scenario. It wouldn't work mm. because the demon who's leading these kids actually has prove, provable powers. Yeah, it's pretty hard to argue around you when you got you walked around the world. Yeah, right there in front yeah, of you. actually killing dudes. One of the one of the great parts, and I think it was Rambo Part Three, the one in Afghanistan. No, the, the one where he helps the Taliban. You monster. No, there is there is a scene in in Rambo where uh, he I must break you that gra- one. He grabs a chicken, and like he kills it, and and goes through this like cornfield or this like tall grass, and the guys are following the soldiers are following this blood trail through. Oh, that's the, the fourth one, the new one. Okay, yeah, and um, he's you know soaked the whole field in gasoline. And so once all the soldiers are inside... Oh, wait, no, that's two, I think, right? Isn't that two? Yeah, that's I don't two know. or three. We're going to need man. to do a marathon, I think. Well, anyway, like all I'm in saying Afghanistan, so is use a cornfield or a hayfield <laughs> against the quaint cult. Oh, get them all into the... Well, that's how the they defeat the he who must walk behind the rows. They, uh, or he who walks behind the rows. you got a brave he who walks behind the rows. They just uh, burn him. Or get them all in the barn. You don't need to be faster. You just need to be faster than Malachi. You can feed them all moonshine. Okay. And then burn them <laughs> <laughs> with moonshine. Yeah, they got to be done with that corn mash because yeah, yeah. that's got to be like, like blood all of the kids want to do is drink, especially country bumpkin kids. <laughs> so if you can get you an ample supply of booze, <laughs> yeah, it's some like, meth. hey guys, I'm down with your religion. Uh, ever hear a rum springer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just let's insane, all celebrate. Insane clown Rossi and trucker speed and cheap viagra and grinder celebratory and oh and all that let, stuff Ooh, just yeah. let 21st century <laughs> america destroy them how do you survive salder swarm what spider swarm spider swarm like an arachnophobia kind of thing? Arachnophobia, kingdom, kingdom of spiders. spiders. Get your stomping boots for one thing. Yeah. Oh, arachnophobia scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. It was right up my alley. <laughs> I'm not afraid of spiders, so I don't know about this one. You would be if it <laughs> just, was a swarm. Like, guys, guys, it's cool. You just They're walk our out friends. The giant. Just gorge <laughs> them on flies. That you just have handy. Yeah, you got to collect all the crickets and flies. Go to the pet store, get all the crickets. Fire. Fires, yeah, that'll help you for a while. Can you make fire if you have no matches? Well, we didn't say I didn't have matches. Where are we? We're, we didn't say you did town, have matches. Right? You're, you're gotta be in, butane. You're, you're and in stuff a, what happens when you town. burn up all your fuel? I.e., wood and furniture and all that stuff. Then you start using spiders. Will the spiders follow your the scent of your warm blood? Can you lure them know. somewhere? I mean, are these giant spiders? Or? No, these are these are just like uh, creepy crawly spiders. I, don't I unleash spiders. Jeff on them, them because he is the bane of all spiders. But, but millions of them. Well, okay. Uh, spider story, side bag, true <laughs> confession. I shouldn't have done this. And spider I, hell awaits thee. And I, going straight to spider hell, I acknowledge this. Although I would like to repent to spider Jesus and accept him into my heart. 
Um, if that'll buy me just one minute out of that cursed eternal web. But um, uh, one time there was a massive spider on the outside of our screen door. And we're like, oh, gross, look at it. And we could get up right next to it and just see, like, its thick legs. It was like a shaved tarantula. It was so Mm. fucking gross how big this, like, wolf spider was. And so I got a bottle of hairspray and a lighter. Oh, no. And Melted the screen door. We were standing inside. Worse. We were standing inside, and I did the thing where I... I flicked the lighter and I shot the hairspray and created a jet of flame hoping like haha I can harmlessly kill harmlessly to us kill the spider and what had happened is we just melted one of its legs mm-hmm. into the screen door mesh so it was running around like freaking out of course without in terrible pain and we we're like ah oh. so we went outside climbed onto the porch and shot it again and then it fell burning through the slats of the deck down oh, to where man. all the dry dead leaves had collected and I was like ah! <laughs> so we had to run and get water and extinguish oh this like it was like the end of the thing like, <laughs> guys are getting flamethrowered and like running on fire jesus christ yeah. is there no end to your spider <laughs> torture no there's not but in a kingdom of the spiders scenario i would definitely employ yeah, some of some these fire handmade flamethrowers mm. can you is there anything we know about spiders i.e their attraction to certain pheromones well, or in vibrations kingdom of the spiders they hooked up a PA system and played the sound of, Barry White. of wasps. Oh, that was Simpsons. Of uh, parasitic wasps. Wow. Mm, because that made tarantulas who were there um, na- the natural victim of the tarantula hawks made them all um, cringe. That was kind of freeze up. That's like crazily cerebral for a killer spider movie. <laughs> With William, William Shatner. Shatner. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, truth true fact about uh, spiders is they have terrible vision yeah so they can only see like an eighth of an inch so i wonder if you could just elude them uh but mm, the idea of a spider swarm there'd be like so many that there would be you'd just be covered in webs your whole house so you probably would have put on some thick clothing some work gloves Ideally, just start smashing. Just start smashing. Try to get to your car, seal up all the vents, and then just. Well, as my spider stories have shown, spiders will do anything they can to get inside my car, so I still wouldn't be safe. Well, they can get in for sure. You know, if you had um, some of that uh, spray adhesive, then as if you if you ran to your car, and then you used the spray adhesive on your vents. So as they were coming in, you could spray them and kind of glue up the works huh. without poisoning yourself by spraying mm. Raid into like your own. You could probably, well, windows. as your spider stories have showed, Raid won't do in the long term. Not, not on those. You could probably get like a leaf spiders. blower and, and blow a path of spiders away. A like, leaf blower? Like That's parting a fantastic the Red idea. Just uh, <laughs> clear a path. 
a leaf blower with a little propane torch at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a dead rising weapon yeah, or something. That's awesome. Yeah. Like or one it. of the reverse leaf blowers that's actually a vacuum that shreds the leaves when you suck them in. That would also be very good. Yeah. All right, I th- guys. Or a lawnmower, I guess. Any kind, any of that kind of. Uh... I, I I think we'd survive a spider swarm. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I could get that. We'd probably have some uh, welts, though. Mm-hmm. At the very least. Yeah, it'd be poisonous. Some eggs like would be laid in our face for sure. <laughs> no doubt. We'd be eating many spiders in our sleep, even though that was an urban legend spread on the internet. Well, what I love about the urban legend about swallowing spiders in your sleep is that they say, on average. And it's like, wait, so this is Who, average. Who's so, measuring? So some people swallow more, <laughs> some people less, and the people that are measuring this are just sitting there with a with a clipboard, like hmm, one, that's, that's two, two spiders, two. three. Oh, this guy can't get enough. Five <laughs> spiders. He's really bringing the average up. I feel like I can chew some of these spiders away. No, no, no. This is all the humanity. This is science. We, we cannot tamper with this experiment. <laughs> like the tortoises on the and Galap or. Uh, the sea turtles, rather, that you're not supposed to, like, save from predators. Anyway, I, oof, I ruined that. Ooh. <laughs> Alright, I'm reaching to the Halloween bag, pulling out some candy, and I'm pulling out a topic. My candy is Airheads, strawberry and watermelon. Ugh, so sugary. <laughs> Ryan, you want this? No. Ugh, alright. <laughs> and trying to foist your airheads on me. I know what that means. My topic is ho- my topic is Halloween versus Christmas creep. So we've all been there. It's October first. You're at Target or Walmart or Home Depot or Osh or whatever your local store is, and they're getting out all the Halloween stuff. You're like, ooh, October thirty first <sighs> is coming up best time of the year halloween spirit is rising there's cinnamon and pumpkin scents and all sorts of fun spooky toys and decorations and cookies and craft beers and then boom october 8th christmas trees and santas as far as the eye can see a fucking travesty i remember when i made when i was working on ed's daughter's costume a few years back i was going Ozma costume. I, I went to the Osh hardware store near my apartment just like all October trying to get new materials to make the to make these um props. And it was so great. It put me right in the Halloween mood because they had set up like a bunch of hay bales and all their Halloween decorations and it was just wonderful. And then the next year I was so excited when October rolled around because I was like, yay, Osh is going to have, you know, all their stuff out. And it's weird to be, like, excited about a hardware store to put me in the Halloween spirit. But that was the first year that they trotted out the Christmas decorations, like, only a week or two into October. And it really soured the Halloween, my Halloween mood because it was like... Why does it do that? It's not even Halloween yet, and I'm thinking about Christmas. And this year... Osh, sadly, R.I.P., is going out of business completely. They're closing down every store. And so they put out the Halloween decorations and the Christmas decorations in September. So I couldn't even get a week of October thrills. And they did certainly didn't bother putting out any hay bales and making it, you know. I have no issue with uh, 
Christmas decorations coming up early. It doesn't kind of doesn't intrude on your Halloween spirit. No, no, no. I'm in the Halloween mode, and uh, it reminds when me I need of to Christmas. Turn to Christmas, I'll turn to Christmas. It's fine. Yeah, but I it's love there. Christmas. It's just there in the in your peripheral vision, like mm. trying to put its cheer on you. But that's okay. I love Christmas. Well, <laughs> I do so too. But cr- a time and a place for everything, and everything in its place. Wow, I feel like I'm in the best part of the year because I, I'm doing Halloween now, and I got Halloween Christmas and Christmas coming. are too close together. No. Discuss. No, I'm doing Halloween, and I got Christmas coming. Christmas Call to back. look forward to. So it's like uh, I'm totally happy to be reminded Christmas is coming. I mean, it's that's why we don't invite you anywhere at Halloween time because <laughs> <laughs> you show up in a Santa suit. Yeah. Or well, hold on, hmm. because there is a corollary or a side bag to this topic of Halloween versus Christmas creep. Um, we may not have found common ground on that issue, but I do think it's interesting how in the mix-up, Halloween is kind of leaking into Christmas. And maybe it's because they're both kind of being merged together on the same calendar space. But, you know, movies like the Krampus I think um, you're leaning heavily yeah, Krampus on Krampus for this, and there's I think also that's the also... Lads. There's there's Krampus knocked. There's that's a, also Krampus. There's Nightmare Before Christmas is as big now as it ever was. I would say bigger, probably. Yeah, I mean, there is a sort of revival of the spooky side of Christmas, which was always there traditionally. It's like steampunk, though. It's like what sells in the moment. Like soon people will be sick of Krampus. Uh, they probably already are. They'll be sick of Krampus. And then Krampus, no one will give a shit about Krampus But there's anymore. also the, the Yule Lads and the, the Yule Cat. There are so many awesome Scandinavian and Nordic spooks in the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I intend to... Just Didn't you talk about this last year? Like the worm and all that I stuff? I intend and... to bore you all in, during the Christmas special about the... the you mean the, the Christmas many, Spectacular? The Christmas... Sorry. Wait, are we talking about the Christmas Spectacular? Oh, no, no, it's creeping oh, it's in. You guys are creeping. See what I'm saying? I wasn't even talking about that stuff. <laughs> I didn't think you'd notice that. Next topic. <laughs> all right, I know what this box is. I frankly could go for some Boston baked beans. Ah, my big discovery from last on year. Six DB. Yeah, Makes I'll share some appearance. of my BBB is with you, Ed. Yeah, my. Big and I discovery. don't mean Boston baked beans. Oh. And the topic I have pulled is <laughs> pumpkin massacre. Well, this is a Jeff story. Oh, this is my. Take it away, story. Jeff. This is nature intruding on Halloween. So I'm going to chew my Boston baked beans into the microphone if you don't mind. Don't chew mine. There is a technique in the world of pumpkin carving, which is called pumpkin etching. If you have a pumpkin that's on the vine while it's still green, you can scratch a pattern into the pumpkin and it will heal and scar over. And then you can create these intricate scarified pumpkins and I thought the only way to bring my pumpkin game up to the next level would be to grow my own pumpkins from seedlings and uh, carve different designs and faces and words and messages into them. I know somebody else who tried this, and I'm assuming it turned out the same way, but go ahead. So, um, Prepare to be surprised. 
I started a couple months ago and I raised up a pretty decent little crop of pumpkins and the scarification worked beautifully. I had one that said boo. I had uh, one that said our family name. I did a skull into one. I did a wacky face into another one. These were all just like uh, test runs and they, they were awesome. These nice medium sized pumpkins bright orange and full good shape these cool scar patterns in them um and so then i was like all right you know we got about two months until halloween so i'm going to start on a next bigger batch and really going to start to you know plan out these intricate designs and then one day i found a hole gnawed in one of my pumpkins and i was like damn damn it amanda what 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 is getting into these pumpkins and so then another pumpkin got eaten and it got like gutted it looked like someone had stuck a grenade into this thing kind of like in starship troopers where they shot that giant bug pumpkins brains they sucked its brains out um and uh just orange gore and seeds everywhere so i i looked online how to like keep animals from eating your pumpkins uh, I put some hot sauce on them. <laughs> that didn't work. I went out and got some Halloween decorations. I got a big bat and a little uh, motion-activated witch that would cackle. And so there was like a, a motion sound alarm, a big scary predatory shape. I got this owl on a stick with glowing lights. All things meant to scare away little nibbling mammals. None of that worked. Pumpkins were still getting taken. Is it a rabbit? Or? And so, you know, <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Is it a lepus? And um, eventually, I, I took some of the so. some of the pumpkins and put them on our uh, patio, and I put them in um, milk crates and covered them up. I remember that. Yeah, you showed me that. And uh, I saw a big old squirrel out there on our patio one day trying to sneak in and so i chased him off and i was like oh just damn squirrel so i got some squirrel repellent i got this like this heavy duty stuff that's made of like sulfur and fox urine and squirrels cat urine ground up squirrels um just all kinds of foul stuff and i just sprayed it all over the pumpkins it smelled horrible but the squirrels did not care the squirrel oh. did not care Wow. Squirrel what did came it do back. to the pumpkins, huh? Oh, it oh, just... squirrel didn't care. Squirrel did not care I was, at all. I assumed oh, okay. that was the case. The squirrel just used it like a garnish and just started eating these pumpkins. <laughs> squirrel knows where its butter, bread is buttered. And so... Inside your pumpkins. <laughs> all I had were these last remaining pumpkins that I had in this little Supermax prison I'd created out of these milk crates. And uh, the patio is, is right by our bedroom. And one night, we heard this, like this kind of grating sliding noise and in the morning we go out there and see that the squirrel had pushed the milk crates aside gone in and devoured another one of the pumpkins so i'm on like high alert now i'm 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 trolling the perimeter and my one ace in the hole is our dog penny who has never seen a squirrel she has not wanted to chase and murder and then finally it happened. The squirrel came over our back patio fence, was sniffing around the rest of the pumpkins we had in the milk crates. And our dog was there. 
and she just stared at it. <laughs> In a way, I've never seen her stare at anything. Like, it captivated her, but also did not arouse her anger or curiosity in any particular way she just kind of stared in bewilderment at this squirrel and the squirrel's like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna eat these pumpkins at this point this squirrel has eaten nine whole pumpkins (laughs) and is like this crazy jacked just pumpkin spice barbarian so it ate all my pumpkins i won't have time to grow new ones by halloween I must say, I'm really digging this squirrel for loving pumpkin as much as I do. You can name that squirrel. <laughs> I don't know, pumpkin egger. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to poison a squirrel or anything. So, good yeah, on you. Good on you, squirrel. I hope you enjoyed them. I hope he will share some of my pumpkin butter with me. He, he just might. He just might. When will they? Oh, I think I got another What's a Mr. Goodbar? AVP Monster Mashup. Voldemort versus Lopan. Lopan's got. They both these guys have organizations, but Voldemort takes the edge because his guys are wizards. I think. Whereas Lopan has a bunch of. Uh, They're wizards. Well, I'm kind. thinking of Lopan's gang mostly, like the Lords of Death, but he also has the Three Lords Storms. Je- oh, right. And yeah. the uh, Three Storms versus a Legion of Death Eaters. And the Peking mm. Wildman. Um, and, and the Beholder thing. Oh yeah, yeah, and the Watchers, the Guardians, or whatever. All those weird statues. What they see, Lopan. Although knows. they can be killed just by knives, so. Mm. Oh, you mean the guys in the armor? Those aren't statues. Guys with armor. I feel like they're demons, though. Are they just dudes? Those guardian warrior guys with the yeah. swords. The one landed on Jack and he couldn't get him. I guess they're just dudes. Really yeah, they're just guys dudes. in armor. Guards dressed for Lopan's wedding. Lopan himself, however, says it. Intangible. We have to specify pre-nuptials Lopan or post-nuptials Lopan. Well, it's true. Lopan's a ghost. Has he satisfied? Has he satisfied his? Has requirements he Chindai? to Chindai. Huh. Um, well, Voldemort could, had could Voldemort, Voldemort couldn't be killed while all his Horcruxes were active. Hmm. And Lopan could not be killed well, while he, was, he a was a ghost. And Voldemort had problems but with his ghosts. Too. could Voldemort somehow Voldemort, tangify Well, I think, I think Voldemort could, could kill a ghost. Could Voldemort turn himself into a green-eyed lady and... Seduce Lopan. <laughs> now we're no, talking. That's no, some AVP. There was that uh, the scene First. in in, uh, in Goblet of Fire where the ghosts oppose him and allow Harry to escape. But those ghosts were kind of tied into Harry's scar, which was tied into the Horcrux. Yeah, which was that tied was a into... that was a suspect scene because that was a priori incantatum. So they weren't <laughs> actually the ghosts of the victims. They were only a manifestation of the previous spells cast by the wand in question. So it's a little bit of a gray area. <laughs> okay. That's some good wand lore, right? Yeah, that's deep wand lore there. All right. Ten points to Gryffindor. Voldemort wins. Yeah, I gotta give it to Voldemort too. I give it to the Death Eaters. Yeah, I give it to I in don't a one on one. Voldemort would claim victory. In a one on one, Voldemort and Lopan, I think I'd go they for Lopan. They just fight for eternity. 
I think I'd go for Lopan because uh, he's got the experience. The experience, I think, is what pushes it over for him. He's a thousand. He's like a thousand. He probably has powers. He that has he's shit not that seen. you didn't see. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Whereas uh, in a fight with the entire organization, the death also he has a literal god controlling his uh, destiny. Mm. So, so if there was a scenario where Voldemort could somehow make a deal with Ching Dai, Voldemort doesn't know about Ching Dai. He lives in England. Yeah, he's probably an imperialist. Alright, my candy is a f- Tootsie Fruit Chew. A vanilla what fruit. Done? What have you done to all of us? I wanted to get weird candies <laughs> to simulate those kind of... Like all the crappy things yeah. that you get egged over for this, giving away yeah, on Halloween. Like, uh, <laughs> Look, I could have gotten a bunch of like high, sh- high full uh, bars top shelf or candy. Go home. You just should have thrown birdie bots every flavor beans in there or some shit. I thought about it. That actually sounds real fancy. <laughs> no, Next I, year, full bars. I wanted to I'll be responsible. recreate the weird... Random chance stuff that you certainly you just did. End up Although with. we have to, is there a candy apple in there? And uh, there's not a candy apple, but there is a pouch. Homemade treats. A did pouch. You ever get any homemade treats? A on pouch the... with 15 cents, a uh, a Rice Krispie bar, and a toothbrush from is there the a dentist. UNICEF box in there. <laughs> yes, the bag That's... is empty. There's oh. candy, but no more topics. What kind of candy? Wow. Do you well, we really, um, as we've discussed, we uh, taking a crunch. Really had a bit of a bind this year because last year we really covered all the good, uh, obvious Halloween topics, and we did it with such a plum. I think we did some good ones this year. Well, we did. We certainly did. Mm-hmm. Jeff really pulled it out. Yeah, for sure. Neither of us contributed. That's for sure. Your no. presence was enough. <laughs> I set up the microphones. You're welcome, America. I and. Talk. Zimbabwe? Mozambique. Mozambique. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween. Is upon us. We have very few plans, unlike most years. It is a Wednesday Halloween. Wednesday yeah, Halloween, not the except that's the worst thing. kind of Halloween. We have a lot going on this year, other uh, as opposed to uh, other years in the past. Well, I'll be on a um, somewhere in the Bahamas on a cruise ship, decked out uh, with. Uh, they put. Lots I saw of pictures skeletons. of it. Yeah, they put up a big. Uh, um, what's the thing that they do? Uh, that Disney does on Halloween. What's their big Halloween thing? They do Jack Skellington, right? That's Disney. Yeah, Jack Skellington. Nightmare yeah, they got a Christmas. big Nightmare Before Christmas display with a huge tree in the middle of the like, the Titanic area with the stairs, you know, and everything. So it's pretty. It's cool looking. See what I, I think you guys are gonna have a blast. I agree. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. It's Ryan's, gonna be a weird Halloween for me. Very singular. Ryan's uh, celebrating his nuptials this mm-hmm. upcoming weekend. Double nups. Double yeah. nups. Nups out. <laughs> So that'll be spooky. Cups for sure. out and ups out. Yeah, I don't know. The first few Halloweens that I lived in Los Angeles, I spent largely by myself. I would carve a pumpkin. I would get a pizza. I would watch Halloween Tree. And then I would go to bed. Uh, I'm glad that I now have lots of stuff to do, fun stuff. Some Halloween compatriots, minus Ed, of course, because yeah. why do we want him Christmas. around? I'm not yeah. hardcore, apparently. With his tunnel vision. <laughs> um, but Los Angeles is a is a wonderful place for Halloween. Yeah, because there's so many people that are so dyed in the wool fans of movies and monsters and creativity and yeah, costumes. FX community people and stuff. 
I, I was really kind of worried when I left New England. I was like, oh man, there's no way Halloween could ever be as good. It's better. Mm-hmm. It's in better some in ways. some ways and not as good in some ways. If you but... want to go to a party, it's better. Yeah. If you want to go to a theme park, it's better. Well, if it, you want it used to be anyway. Cider in the woods under a, a harvest moon. Mm, well, with, if you want to stumble into a Polish bar, leaves. you want to stumble into a Polish bar and get drunk by a like bristly mustache, kissed by a bristly gross. mustache guy. Yeah, you probably get that here too. Actually, <laughs> I, you probably could. Just wait. But Just wait. I think Pat Oswalt was uh, saying that. Halloween is the time where the nerds and the dweebs and the monster kids win. Like the whole world comes over to your side for just one day. Isn't that all the time now, though? Isn't that the whole deal with our society now? It's that the true new Kevin and Harry of the Earth. It's said that, culture, but I don't think so. Uh, you know, is yeah, because even on Halloween, I still get out outclassed by the fucking cowboys. Those fucking cowboys. Yes, but I gotta say. Cowboys. As someone who spends a lot of time in their imagination, or who has always been considered weird, who's always been preoccupied with monsters and spooky things, um, having the publicly acceptable chance to be someone else for a night or to go outside and see everyone enjoying the same thing you enjoy... um, is so magical. Hmm. Um, I really do love Halloween. It is a time where creativity and play is on display across our entire country. And there's candy, and there's parties, and um, there's just a, a carefree, wonderful magic to it. And I think it's so much more special than just you know, a TV special here or mm. a sexy costume there. Um, I love me some Halloween. Mm. Ditto. Ditto.